I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our 2018 season primer for the Adelaide Crows. The first thing we'll do is go and have a look back at 2017 um, before we get into what's uh, ahead of them for this year. So uh, in 2017, uh, minor premiers with uh, 15 and a half wins. Um, you've got to say that Adelaide, highly fancy before the season started, but once it got rolling, they were premiership favourites from about round two onwards. Yeah, they were the mm. best team on any park at any day. To be honest, uh, best list except uh, for one in one one big day. Yeah, unfortunately they were missing the ruckman because Premiership ruckman Sean Grigg towed him up, and um, <laughs> so did the rest of the Tigers. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be tough. This one's going to be tough for me because everything I have to say about Adelaide, I'm going to say in the Richmond podcast. Well, so, <laughs> well, okay, there is a lot of highs, but we may as well go through the low first, which was they just missed on Grand Final Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, Adelaide fans, this will go for about six minutes if you want to skip forward. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I feel like they just didn't have a plan B. Um, came out without really uh, having a what if this happens, what if it happens. I mean, Richmond's game plan wasn't really a secret. Yeah. Um, they just weren't prepared for it. Scramble it and get it going yeah. forward. Um, I, I just thought the game plan wasn't that bad. The execution was horrible. Well, I just yep. think they were overawed. Like, um, you know what it's like when um, you've got a, a physically intense match of any sort, like, say, in uh, jiu-jitsu or whatever. Yep. You're looking over and you see another person, you think, they want to hurt me right now. And you get that adrenaline dump. And for the first 30 seconds, you are spastic. Yeah. You're just arms, legs everywhere, intensity. Ah! But if you're, if, I think that's what Adelaide did. Like You saw Taylor Walker with the intensity and everything. Great, I love that. But, mate, it's a two-hour game. Yeah, well, if you're staring across the mat and the dude's like shaved a mohawk for Amber to comp, you're just like, yeah. this dude's a wanker. Yeah. Like, fuck this dude up. Well, there was a lot of focus on the, the stance yeah. before it. I'm like, yeah, let's worry about the goals. Yeah. They yeah. played excellent football. Up until grand final day, but yeah. I just and we covered in our uh, post grand final one as well. They played dumb, um, yeah. And Taylor Walker has to wear a lot of it because he played selfish. Yeah, um, you know, try and go for marks from behind in the middle of the ground. When uh, was it uh, Vlosten or somebody in front of him? Uh, um, Corey, Ellis, uh, maybe Ellis, yeah, Brennan, D- D- Brennan Ellis, yeah. Um, and then trying to go for the banana from the boundary, fifty out, yeah. And you know, getting the hand pass from Eddie Betts where that's his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, which Eddie's trying to bring him into the game, uh, silly move. But yeah. it's one of those you know things where, if you're a captain, you want the ball in your hand to try and get your team sparked. And had it come off, maybe they win a flag. Yeah, but uh, it didn't, and he has to wear that criticism. It's a point. It didn't. Yeah, you have to. And he, and he wasn't Robinson Crusoe. You know, there were a lot of passengers on the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be aware of that during during the game. All right, all right how does my team adjust? Yeah. What do we do to actually fix this do right here, different. right now? Because it's not a tomorrow. Well, yeah, you look at uh, some of the other players who've been inspirational in grand finals. Some, a lot of them didn't get goals. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Vlosson had a shit first start to the game. Yeah. Like, he got towed up yep. and readjusted, didn't drop his head, kept on yep. like going 
through the motions of what their team had to do to win that game. Whereas, yeah, there were people trying to do individual brilliance now to try and inspire a team as yeah. opposed to sticking to it a plan. It was manufactured. Yeah. yeah. Well, back on Walker, I remember some of his most inspirational moments being run-down tackles, like uh, in previous seasons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that was something I didn't think he did much on grand final day. He was goal-oriented, which, as a full forward, that's your job. Yep. But uh, the constant pressure that uh, Richmond were able to put forward, Adelaide didn't. And don't kid yourself. I mean, Alex Rance is you know the, the best fullback yeah. in the competition, but mm. he wasn't on Alex all day. No. Yeah. Um, they rotated through him. Um, and at the end of the day, you're the premier forward for your team. You're the captain. Yeah. Uh, the only reason, only reason Walker attracts this much attention and, I guess, criticism is because his potential is unlimited. Yeah, of course. So he's, yeah. he's potentially the best foot forward in the league if we if Buddy gets injured. Yeah, but, and a couple others. <laughs> um, potentially. I thought the other lows, uh, they had the, the loss against Sydney um, yeah. at home, but that was a great game. And, you know, it, it took... Uh, no, it wasn't goal of the year, but it was nominated for goal of the year to, to sink them. To knock them off, yeah. Well, if, if we're going to talk lows, it has to be the absolute pelting they got by North at at uh, yeah at home after going six well, no, it, it was at Bloodstones. So it, it was in Hobart. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. So Melbourne the week after. That's yeah, right. I, I yeah. couldn't be fucked going yeah, down to Hobart either. Yeah, but there was it was like the first was it the first six rounds they beat um, gold a bit GWS by like fifty six yeah, points. One. Yeah, GWS went in as uh, premiership favourites and then just went nah. Yeah, beat Richmond by. Over 10 goals in like, it was around four or five or something like that. Uh, it was around six. So they've knocked off two of the three uh, other finalists. top four. Yeah. And yeah. then but thrown down them. Hawthorne and Crosstown Rivals Port as yeah. well. And then get rolled by North Melbourne in Blundstone. And get yeah. rolled even more, by even more, I think. No, uh, they just got, under 41 got, by Melbourne. Yeah. The week after. But uh, that home. was, you'd have to think, getting rolled by North and Blundstone, that was mainly off the back of a, a 10-goal lead in the first quarter. And that's pretty much where it stayed. Yep. So you think, all right, we fell asleep for a quarter. We kept it pretty even for the rest of it. It's down in Tassie. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a got, regional ground. We got six on the board. Yeah. We're okay. Yeah, we're not going to read too much into it. So we'll come out next week. And then next week, that's, Melbourne give them a hide. That's worse. Yeah. Yep. So I'm pretty Losing sure them. when the Tigers played, it was Adelaide over and we kicked maybe eight goals in the first quarter and then got run down. Something stupid like that. Mm. I, I do feel sorry, though, for um, after the Melbourne loss, they played Brisbane and uh, Dockers. And, and if you're Brisbane, you're hoping Adelaide are falling asleep. But once they've come off those two, <laughs> two losses, losses like, oh my God, here they came out fired up. Uh, in the next two games, they kicked 41 goals. <laughs> like a coked up John Jones. <laughs> Gave them a fair shot. You know, I do feel sorry for Dockers because it seemed like they took on everyone at their prime. Oh, I don't feel sorry for them at all. Yeah, I lied. <laughs> Before we move on, I've got one more low. Um, yeah. For uh, for Adelaide, and I think that was uh, the reaction of Lever leaving. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. There's one thing: like players go home all the time, and yep. the Crows in the past have benefited from it as well. They've probably lost more than they've gained, yeah. but that's hey, that's the ball. Yeah. That's what happens. Well, well, they lost Dangerfield, um, and then Tippett turned out to be not much. So yeah, but old Tippett hurt them too. He cost them draft picks. Also, and yeah. a year. And I think also just realising that they fucked up not picking up Jack Graham. That was just a beautiful little, <laughs> okay, little low point. As well. But I mean, the whole reaction um, and the stories that leaked out about how they handled it. Like, yeah. Fair cop, there was a couple of Crows players that were pretty funny. They were you know, out there at the tip picking up Jason yeah. Lee stuff. <laughs> that was good. That's what you should be doing. Because exactly. at the end of the day, don't worry about it. You still yeah. got to go and play footy. And- well, they're still going to each other's weddings and all that shit. Anyway. Exactly. And yeah. They're, they're going to have fun this year with the rivalry. So... Um, I'm sure they put it behind them yeah. now, at least publicly, but they wouldn't have. Bernie Vince left and no one gave a fuck, didn't he? Or did he get dropped? No, no. He um, uh, he, he left for, for Melbourne. But remember when he came back and he tagged Dangerfield? Yeah. But they had fun with it. You know, it wasn't like a huge deal. Exactly. And like, they were, like him and Taylor are really, really good mates. They used to be flatmates. It was Dangerfield. So 
you know, that was fine. And yet, with Lever leaving for, you know, certain reasons, well, I guess it's no good now. End of the day, too, they made Melbourne pay overs for him. I exactly. Know. Like, at the negotiating table, they were second to Essendon. Yeah. I mean, the other low would probably be Rory Atkins um, getting a million-dollar contract with North Melbourne. Um, <laughs> yes. I mean, that, yeah. that'll be announced any day yet. But, uh, <laughs> pretty sure. Of course it will. Um, <laughs> you know the check's in the mail. The highs. It really is the rest of the season because they were, from round one or two onwards, like we said, the Premiership favourites. Oh, yep. They had winners on every line. Um, Eddie was still kicking goals. Um, Source Jacobs was playing excellent in the ruck. McGovern down back was brilliant. The Crouch brothers are going to be an absolute yeah. tower. And their football was great to watch. It was. Like, it, it was, was beautiful football to watch. Absolutely. Entertaining. When, um, except it was against your team and you were like, oh, shit. There was a few times once they got on top, they put the foot on the throat and it was yep, just like, seamless. It was almost every time. But they yeah. were on top and you're like, shit. Like, how many times did you see the, like, the results and it's like 20 goals something? Yeah. I would say, though, uh, this has probably been uh, Eddie's least influential season since he moved to Adelaide, I'd say. But he still kicked. What did he kick, 60? Yeah, well, he had a great season. Yeah, don't worry about it. But... Um, I thought a little bit inaccurate in in times, and uh, maybe taking those uh, crazy shots a tiny bit too. But then again, he's done it in previous seasons say, and hit them all. I can so. say, you, you can't stop him. You can't yeah. say, "Look, man, that's not that's not a high percentage shot," because it is. Yeah, it is. For him. It's like Steph Curry taking a shot from halfway. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Steph, he's allowed. Got to get out there. There are uh, different rules for some players. I'm saying he's gone from hitting those ninety percent of the time to about seventy five. Yeah, which is still better than everyone else, which is about ten. Yeah, but uh, having said that. The fact that he's going to shoot from those pockets means defenders have to spread wider and gives people more options hey, to afford. Balls on the ground, um, in the pocket, uh, scramble, uh, kicking for your life. Who do you want the uh, the ball in the hands of? Eddie Betts at his prime or Dacos at his prime? Cool. It's fucking close, isn't it? I reckon. Got to pick Daniel Rowley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's have a look at their list movements. Uh, we'll do with the outs first because we've already spoken about Lever. Um, I actually don't think it's that bad for Adelaide. I, I think they... Have overplayed uh, his importance. Yep. His youth was the the side of it. The Melbourne are banking. Yeah. Well, that's you you buy based on their potential, not yeah. based on what they've done already for someone else. Yeah, and uh, his potential is high. But you know, like most players, he's just uh, one concussion or one knee injury away from retirement. Yep. And I thought he actually played a very solid grand final game. Whatever. I thought he yep. bounced back. Absolutely. Um, he got crushed by Townsend. Wasn't the, wasn't the worst. Wasn't on no. a passenger. Put his put his all into it. Um, so yeah, I think the determination's not uh, definitely not faded when he was in that cross team in order to leave it, and I think that's going to be one thing that will get him through. He's going to be interesting with Melbourne because now he's paid well. Yeah. So mm. is he going to be relaxed or is that going to drive him? And now he's going to be a lot of focus. Yeah, well, I think that's something he might have uh, underestimated. So in Adelaide, as much as the pressure is on, uh, he he wouldn't have been Two as rec- down. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. have been as recognisable. Whereas yep. in Melbourne, a team that. Uh, uh, second longest premiership drought now, I think. Melbourne, no, longest. I thought yeah. St Kilda had the longest one. No. Oh, the longest premiership drought there. No. Um, Besides the teams that haven't won one, yeah. of course. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's a lot of pressure. Now that Richmond's also uh, on the board again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now, I think he would have slipped under the radar with opposition fans. Now, guaranteed, he's got at least one opposition fan. <laughs> <that hates him. laughs> exactly. Um, no right to. But he's but, still yeah. pretty young, though. I think he just needs to wait until his body develops Put a bit of muscle on, yeah. get a bit bigger, and yeah, I think oh, he's, he's he's going up. He's, he's going. He's up. got the talent, so yeah, I think he'll be a star of the future. Maybe not a star, but he'll be a solid contributor. 
Um, Scotty Thompson is also retired after 498 games, yeah, I think. Gave, no, it seems like it. Gave all he had. 107 oh, years in the fold. Cannot argue with it. An absolute Mack truck. Still was playing great football at the end of his career. So yeah. Was he had an injury? If, if he's... Uh, no, no, it was age, really. Yeah, I think it's just recovery time got longer and longer. Yeah. Uh, I think you look at him and you look at uh, Matty Crouch and you go, well, they're the same player. One's just <laughs> yeah, 15 years younger. Yeah, one, one has to sit in an ice bucket for like six weeks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I... He still was worthy of his spot in the side, even though he wasn't in the yeah. um, 22 and grand final yeah. day. Um, I think his skills hadn't let him down. He just seems like that Mack truck with an oil leak. So you end up just <laughs> pouring more oil in than leaks out. <laughs> Maybe. But eventually the motherfucker just blows. <laughs> I liked him. Oh, he's yeah. great. Player. Oh, yeah, completely. Like a good person to have around the club too. Like yeah. His culture sort of built around his attitude towards playing football. I guarantee his influence off the field was just as good as what it was on. Yeah. He yeah. does seem like one of those hard workers. Like yeah. He got there through... Uh, an amount of talent, but that talent was augmented by just a work ethic. Yep. Yeah, greater dedication. Um, Charlie Cameron uh, also asked to leave to go to Brisbane. Yep. Man, that must be a strong family tie. That it is, has yeah. pulled him there. Because to go from the minor premiers to the wooden spoons by request. Yep. That's and weird. I mean, it's got to be, something's going on with the family, obviously. And it's like yeah, well, you said he wants to go home and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. and. But uh, I thought he was just starting to come into his own. He was yeah. a patchy player until yep. this year. He was a dangerous player. Yep. And he sort uh, of fulfilled the promise that a lot of players Adelaide had and had, didn't quite get there. Um, but yeah, he was one that was definitely showing uh, gains. Maybe maybe we're coming to his own. Yeah, maybe we're coming to his own in the Brisbane team. Um, you know, he's going to have more space. But still, you, more space. He's going to have more space because he'll be down forward and nobody's yeah, no bastards there. You're giving away a chance at a premiership for. Uh, I'm imagining he's getting paid a fuck ton more in Brisbane. I don't think it's a fuck ton. It's probably more. It'd, be, it'd have to be. There's, but he's doing it for lifestyle. I yeah. If you can convince someone to move to Brisbane for yeah. the same money or less, you are just the ultimate negotiator. And, yeah. and that Brisbane would have got Gary Ablett. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, off-field stuff is more important. And, you know, if you feel comfortable in yourself and all that kind of stuff. But. Mm-hmm. As a pure football decision, obviously it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I thought that that was... I think that's actually a bigger loss than Lever, to be honest. And yeah, they did try and play hardball with it, but at the end of the day, you're like... He wants know, to go. Yeah, he wants to go. Why would you do something that was going to be there? Um, okay, the ins. Uh, Bryce Gibbs. Yeah. yeah it was very so, funny. Not bad. Um, obviously, they tried to get the year before, but... Yeah. I think Adelaide were holding all the chips on this one, and they were, you know, yeah, if the price is right, we'll take him. If not, we don't care. Yep. End of the day, he's got class. Yeah, yeah. I still and think that's one where both teams win. I think so too. Yep. And he always proved that even with Geelong, uh, with uh, Carlton as a subpar team, he always put in 100% effort and like, could do some really things to maybe get his team over the line. Yeah. Put in a spot where he's not under that much pressure um, with a midfield that um, he can slot into he, he and, and play that, that same midfield. game. Yeah. Yeah. He's got younger, younger, stronger, faster bodies to, yep. and he can do the thinking and do, you know, like I said, the, the silk. Yeah. He can be. Yep, and especially if you're chucking... Uh, oh, that's right. They lost Dangerfield. <laughs> uh, and Sam Gibson as well from uh, North Melbourne, who I think I can't understand why you can't. Don't know. Well, Don't know. We've had this conversation in the North Melbourne podcast. Yep. Was it uh, 124, I think? 124 yeah. weeks? Yeah. In, in a row, your best 22, and all of a sudden, your surplus to requirements? Yeah. You, uh, he's a great player. I don't necessarily disagree with the option, because if you're going youth, you're going youth. But to say, well, he's not in our best 22, he, he is. Yeah. And he has been. Um, Clearly. If, if you want to say, we're going youth, say we're going youth. Uh, but to then put him 
Well, that was funny. They did get something for him after they delisted him. Yeah. Mm. You know, there was a bit of a Sam Mitchell type of deal. Well, it was pick 87, yeah. so he's a better player than Sam Mitchell, well, By one. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they could have traded Gibson and Harvey for like Adelaide's negotiating team. <laughs> yeah, <they should. laughs> well, Adelaide got uh, the reputation as the biggest cunt in the negotiation. Uh, I think it was was With, the Gibbs deal. No, it was Lever. Oh, it was Lever. Yeah, that's right. Where they, they just closed the laptop and walked off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you fly into Melbourne. So, all right, let's hear it. Here's our offer. You know close what? We ha- you know what we have not considered. Right. Um, the, the, there's been something else at play here. They need to have a shit. If you remember in the off season, um, Essendon have the reputation of being the biggest pricks. Yeah. They got shit done this off season. Yeah. Um, did Dodoro yeah. swap? Has he, he's, has he done a looky-locky and he's gone into Adelaide? He's like, I'll fuck this up for them. He's been the cunt. Meanwhile, shit's got done in Essendon. They swap roles. This is true. This is true. See, who knows what those drugs they took could do. <laughs> he's now got... Um, who he's was a synth. Who was uh, in, in the Batman? Fucking Clayface. Clay- That's what he's done. That's a road rage. Mission Impossible. <laughs> oh, you know, Adelaide would be pretty happy with their ins. I mean, their outs are probably uh, cause for a bit of concern. But... but I mean, it's indicative of where they are. Their mm. ins are top-up players. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, Gibson is on skill. He's probably in their best 22. But he is more depth for them. Yeah, yeah. Than, than anything else. Yeah, I can see them playing him either in back pocket or half-back flank, something he, like that. He's a, a good replacement for Scott Thompson, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. You know, similar-ish. But again, we've, we've said ad infinitum that... Um, your teams are based on your average. And I think he if he's your average player, you're looking you're doing all right. right. You're doing all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, in 2018, their double-ups uh, with the Tigers, the Giants, Port, of course, uh, their new rivals in Melbourne, um, <laughs> and, and Carlton. So you'd be happy with the Carlton one. Um, Melbourne's going to be interesting um, because you know, they lost this year to them at home. And yep. obviously, Lever's going to uh, come home. Yeah, I think he'll come home a lot quicker than what uh, Kurt Tippett did. <laughs> yeah. Melbourne have a decent list. I think that could. It's not uh, bad. Yeah. Adelaide have a better one. Let's not uh, bullshit there. But uh, I think Melbourne can definitely, definitely cause them issues, especially with that fired up rivalry. Geez, I'll tell you what. The, is it round two they've got Richmond? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I think it's round two in Melbourne where you know they unveil the flag and all, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, that's going to be a, such a fascinating game to watch to see how they respond. So we unveiling the flag in front of Adelaide. That's yep. how you, that's how you do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's it's always toy. Oh, I, I can understand your well, familiarity I, I, with like it. Like I have know about it. <laughs> And the logo will be gold this year on, on the Richmond Gurneys. That's right. No, first, yeah. I did remember that one, actually. Um, oh, that was your C. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so that, that's going to be interesting uh, just to see how they respond because they need a big response. How much yeah. does that fucking hurt? Of course it does. Oh, look, they're going to pump them because the Tigers, they don't start playing until you know, we, we <laughs> yeah, actually figure 14. Out. Yeah, that's when we start <laughs> kicking in the high gear. I think Adelaide, they need to reverse their season. They're just mm. like, what do they do at the end of the season? They need to do it at the start of the season well, and vice versa. That's a funny thing. They lost in rounds uh, 22 and 23 last year. Yeah. 23, I think they were you know, playing exactly. safe. It was over in West Coast, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was at home to West Coast. They already had the... That's right. The premiership was Nick so Nat. With the reaction on Twitter, yeah, they only yeah. they just lost to Sydney by three points, uh, but kicked eleven fourteen yeah. versus Sydney's thirteen yeah. five. Yeah. Um, but Sydney needed a win to uh, make a top four, I think. Yeah, and they, and they still didn't. Yeah, yeah, they still didn't, but they needed they, that win. They, could, they, they needed to guarantee a spot, I think. And yeah. the same in uh, round twenty three, Eagles needed to win a spot. Uh, well, to get eight. A very tactical loss from Adelaide, actually, because that means the Eagles played in the finals and then knocked out Port after the siren. Yeah, which yeah. would have made Adelaide just absolutely ecstatic. It would have been interesting in the pubs in Adelaide that, that night. You know yeah, what I mean? They would have liked it. I was pumping my fist when I was yeah. watching it. I loved it. All right. Who's who's going to have a big year for Adelaide? Um, I, I think Hugh Greenwood, um, 25-year-old rookie. Um, yeah. played 20, Basketball background. Basketball background. Basketball background. Played 20 games. Came in looking just about AFL ready yeah. for a 25-year-old. Um, he's definitely got, obviously, a shortened career being 25 years old and coming into the game. So you look at those players as being, you know, burning the candle at both ends. And yeah. I think he's going to be... Onwards and upwards this season. Um, busy around goals, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he can fill in a few different spots. So I feel he might be a little bit of pinch hitter and, and plug and gaps, as Josh likes to call it, yeah. for, uh, for Adelaide. And with Cameron out, you know, there, there's a spot up forward for him. Yep. Yeah. I think he's one that, you know, that confidence that gives you as being a mature age player and coming in and, and playing 20 games. And, you know, you have to be pretty uncertain about you yeah. know is this what you're actually really going to be doing but um, yeah I feel like that those questions answered he's going to come in fire it up um, yeah interesting to see how that confidence affects his game for the positive who you got Josh who are you thinking uh, I reckon Brad Crouch Matt Crouch yep. uh, had a brilliant season was probably the better of the two I think got his first uh, Malcolm Blight medal yep yep but I think uh, coming into this season he'll probably be one of the ones they tag obviously you know best player on there Sloan tagging Sloan well, was what uh, got Adelaide unstuck yeah. a few times. Uh, but that's a good thing now. If people go to uh, tag Matt Crouch, Sloan's off the hook. Yeah. And vice yeah. versa. Yeah. But Brad... Uh, but I think with those two out, Brad, he's not far off as good as his brother. Yeah. Well, he's just the younger one. He's just, yeah, a, just a year or two behind. That's yeah. all. Slightly. Uh, so I think having those two guys attracting the one and two taggers, you don't tag three midfielders these days. You can't. You'd be, you'd, no. you'd be mad to. You'd get no ball. Uh, so he's going to be probably running wherever the fuck he wants. He is going to rack the possessions up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think he's going to have a breakout superstar season, uh, move into that elite level. Um, the main thing with Adelaide is that their, their average across the board in back line, mid, midfield, and forwards is so high. Yeah. Oh, there's 10 guys yeah, that yeah. would walk in the best 22 on just about any side. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, who's in trouble then with Adelaide? Because um, they're, they're not an old list anymore. No, but I mean, anyone that's not born in South Australia, I think, <laughs> I think they're fucked. Well, anyone's homesick. They're, they're going to be like the CIA, FBI. It's going to be um, Edward Snowden style. You know, They're going to be yeah. spying on every motherfucker who's not from mm. SA and seeing what they're up to if they're going to leave. Um, yeah. Look, I don't think anybody from their best 25 is really in trouble. No. I'd say there'll be pressure on Gibson. Oh, yeah, at yeah. his age, coming in. He's coming in, yeah. And, and Gibbs as well, to a certain extent. Yeah. But... If if, they, if Gibson doesn't play a game, Adelaide's gone, eh, it was worth it. Yep. Yeah. But I look at guys that are, you know, going to be, uh, have a great season. You throw Menzel's probably in there. Uh, McGovern, I'm thinking he's going to have a good one. Of course he's. Talia, Jenkins, Betts. Um, 
Well, Jacobs. that's just an interesting one. Because um, what is he, 33 now? 34? Mm. I, I'm going to tip, he's still going to be, you know, a, somebody to worry about. But this is the year we're going to say, okay, we can see the magic starting to fade. Yep. Uh, yeah, he, he, instead of kicking 60 goals, he might kick 40. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, might like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck, might make a few fumbles where he usually yeah. would be a bit more silky. But yeah, I don't know. He seems to just be keep keeping on. He's like Benjamin Button. Yeah, he does. Younger. I think that the concern with him is he does he has, in the last couple of seasons, gone disappearing in big games. Well, I mean, he wasn't Robinson Crusoe, like we said, no, in the no, grand final. And did get robbed of one in the goal square. But yep. that happens. That That's football. It happens. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, when it comes to the, the, the big ones, um, you go, eh, Eddie, where well, are you? If you're over 30 these days, you really need to be there because you can handle the pressure. Yeah. And yep. uh, look, fantastic player, but uh, if you're talking about you want someone kicking for your life in the pocket, regular season, he's mine. Yep. Finals, I'd uh, I'd probably have to think harder. Yep. Yep, yep, that's fair enough. Um, I put Richie Douglas down as well, um, just because he's older than you think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, but he's one of those heart and soul and you know best club man award winning yeah. winning types. But um, never felt comfortable inside the best twenty. It seems like he did just enough to yeah to get yeah. his get his get a Guernsey every year, um, but never really excelled. Like and, I mean, you, they've had a few people like that. The team needs people like that too. But if you said to him, you know. I need you to get 13 kicks today to save your career. Yep. You go out and get 13. Exactly. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, that's, what, that's all I've got in me. Bugger at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, all right. I was going to say, I think the other one that's going to be under a bit of pressure is uh, Sloan. Being as how him getting tagged out was sort of the um, the hook they hung the losses yeah. on. Beat a tag or help him out or something. If you if that's your trick and you get tagged out of the game all the damn time... You know, yes. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's a year of adapting for them um, because he was Brownlow favourite at one stage um, mm. during the year as well. But now that the Crouch brothers are getting better, it uh, focus will go off him. Well, yeah. Um, the good thing is that'll get off the chain a little. That'll bit. drive his price down too. So <laughs> when North does send that uh, that envelope, he might actually open it. <laughs> he might be one of the few that does. Um, There'll be eight names crossed out above it, but uh, you know, whatever. All right. First minor premiers, fifteen and a half wins last year. Um, and like I said, put the queue in the rack early on. Where do you see him finishing in 2018? Uh, I've got him third, just because I think uh, they'll they won't give a fuck about minor premiership. They'll be yeah, that's why Porto's has got it <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So they'll be um, fuck. I hope Port get it. They'll be probably <laughs> probably resting players from round 17 onwards once 17 they realise onwards. once they realise they're making top eight. Um, so I'll, I'll look for. Uh, remember back in the day, the Aussie cricket team had that uh, rotation that rotation policy that'll come back in because it works so well for the cricket team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and Shane Warne might even get a role at some stage. Um, I, he might be the runner. <laughs> I'd like to see Buff Lehman go out there and get a kick. <laughs> South Australian legend. I can, see it. I can see him doing that. Where are you going to finish in, Brenton? I'm going to finish in second. Um, it's going to be really tight with them and Geelong, but I feel like Geelong will close out a few games against teams they shouldn't lose against, as opposed yeah. to Adelaide. They take a week off here and there. Um, and unexplainably so. I still don't have a reason why they lost to, to uh, Melbourne at home. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so I think it's going to be touch and go with, with them and Geelong. Um I think the rivalry with them and Geelong is going to be fucking fantastic. Yep. And it could come down to those sorts of games. Well, that, like I said, they uh, no, they only play Geelong once um, during the year. So that's going to be interesting. Right. Well, as a midfield v. midfield battle, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's great, but you, you feel like um, 
Geelong are a little bit more forged in that department, whereas you know Adelaide have exposed some holes but when it comes to pressure. I do like that uh, Geelong are the, the class team, like Dangerfield, Selwood, uh, Ablett, Duncan. Such class in there. But you've got Young and Hungry in uh, the Crouch Brothers, um, Look, Rory. I think everyone has Geelong midfield is better than Adelaide's. Yeah. Yep. I like Adelaide's back line and Adelaide's forward line better than Geelong's. Yep. Um, yeah. Provided danger's not floating into either of them. Oh, um, that's true, yeah. Um, I've got them finishing minor premiers again. I think the pain of September will drive them. You know the old saying, you've got to lose one before you win one? I think yep. that's bullshit. Well, yeah. um, yep. Statistically not true. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a bit like you know the third quarter's a premiership quarter. Well, yeah. Turns yeah, out the other three matter pretty much. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather be ahead in the fourth, yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah. I think that's going to drive them. And like I said, uh, their overall is so good. Yeah. Um, you know, they had unlucky injuries at the end of the year, but for the rest of the year, their injury list was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's just that McGovern and I think it was Brody Smith, um, yeah, went down late. Um, you should be able to cover for that. That doesn't excuse the way they turned up in September. But well, yep. McGovern was the massive out to me in that one. Of course, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, he's a phenomenal player. Um, James Jenkins. He yeah, mm. saved the snatched them from the jaws of defeat against uh, Collingwood during the year yeah. for, their, for their draw. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I just think that they're. They're going to be more consistent this year. Yeah, um, and, and uh, hungrier. Yeah, they'll have 16, 17 wins, I, I think, and still put the queue in the rack. I still think they're going to get about ten matches suspension uh, yeah. between them all. And, <laughs> and fair enough. Who gives a fuck if you <laughs> knock some bloke out that you play in the grand final? You let him know you Let's do it again. Honest, they're not going to knock somebody out, but damn, the the Instagram messages are going to be vicious. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be That's great. It's going to be, it's it's going to be some burns. It's going to be all some right. good UFC happening on, on that'll, Instagram. <laughs> that'll do us for, tw- uh, for Adelaide. Good luck, right. guys. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 